Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Recorded live. And welcome, everyone, once again to another live episode of Nerdy 30s. It's 10 o'clock. Do you know where your children are? I'm Tony Wright, guesting in this week, along with your normal host, two of the normal hosts, Matt Klein and Jeff Griffith. How are you guys? I'm just trying to figure out. You said we don't know where our children are. We don't know where Jimmy is. What would you do with Jimmy? <laughs> well, I, th- I think, uh, you know, every... Every boss uh, needs a night off, I believe. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I'm kind of riding along with you. It's a little surprise. I dropped in on you literally last minute, literally. So uh, hopefully you'll be okay having me ride along with you this week. Yeah, I think we've we've did this a few times before. So I think we uh, <laughs> We sure. Uh, Matt, how are you, brother? Oh, man, I'm doing well. Excited for this. Impromptu surprise that's been laid upon us. I'm loving it. <laughs> yeah, I, to, I feel like the lights just went out in the ECW arena, and they came back up, and Tony's standing there dressed like Sabu. The crowd just lost their <laughs> mind. Oh, I don't know if it's quite that, that good, but I'm, I'm glad to be here hanging out with you. <laughs> um, wow. I mean, so, we, of course, you know, we're going to hit you guys with an hour or so of the nerdiest talk on the internet. That's a given. But, um, you know, we got plenty to talk about this week. We will start out the show the way we always do. And um, I'm going to actually ask Tony first, since he is our, uh, it's weird to say you're our guest, I mean, but <laughs> since he is our guest, uh, Tony, what has been going on in the nerdy life of Tony Rice? The nerdy life, Tony Rife. I like that. Hashtag. <laughs> uh, well, I'll be honest with you. To to sum up, a lot of nerdy TV and mo- and shows right now that I'm watching. Um, it's surprising that I don't think I have played an Xbox One game, maybe a video game, in about three and a half weeks, almost a month. I just have not I played. I, I, I don't even know that I can comprehend that. <laughs> And, and, and let me let me just add, it's uh, it's nothing against the market. It's nothing against the industry. I'm not making a statement. I just realized the other day that, you know, I, I don't know. I realize I'm watching YouTube, watching TV. I, I love my Xbox One. I use it for a lot of stuff. I'm just not playing as many games. I guess, I guess I'm kind of in between like Halo, uh, Master Chief Collection. I went to cop News Call of Duty. So it's kind of like I'm waiting on the new... Uh, Halo 5, I guess. I, mean, I don't know. It's it's just odd. It's an odd fact I realized yesterday. I thought I'd share that with you. But uh what I've been doing, because I'm not playing games, and watching uh, the new Daredevil series. I think I've got the first four episodes in. Uh, keep up with Gotham and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and looking forward to Age of Ultron and the Ant-Man and other stuff. So there's a lot of good TV on for Earth right now. Mm-hmm. It's really ironic. That you would say that you haven't played any video games because Mm -hmm. for the first time in forever last night, I actually sat down and played some Call of Duty. (laughs) Did you really? That was the first time I played a video game that I honestly think probably in the last three months. (laughs) I want to play some Call of Duty now. So, uh, I'd love to talk. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's cool. So, yeah, that's about it. And Gotham. I didn't throw Gotham in there, but I've been watching it too. So, I'm, I'm pretty current on about all TV. I would imagine. Anything you want to talk about TV-wise, that should be good. That that sounds awesome. We will definitely delve into that. Um, But we know what's going on in the nerdy life of Tony Reif. What's (laughs) been going on in the nerdy mind of Matt Klein? (laughs) Oh, pretty clever, Jeff. Pretty clever. Oh, man. uh, Not a whole lot. Same as normal, I guess. 
working a bit. Had some wrestling over the weekend. Normal life. <laughs> I'm just waiting to hear you come up with one for Griffith. I'm trying. I've been sitting here thinking. Uh, uh, man, That's why I was like, giving you time to breathe on that one. Mm. Jeff, I don't know. <laughs> it's too hard. How about, how about we check in and see what's been going on this week with Jeffrey Lee? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Pulling in the middle one. I like that. Um I don't know if you guys know this or not, but like 150 people knew that it was my birthday yesterday. <laughs> I got like a yeah. million messages on Facebook, which felt pretty good, I got to admit. And happy I want to thank you to everyone that took the time to wish me a happy birthday or, you know, whatever. It was awesome. I appreciate it. Also, the day before, an anniversary. So it's been a very, uh, a very uh, holiday-like atmosphere for me this <laughs> week. But uh, yeah. Like like Matt said, we called some wrestling this weekend, and like Tony said, I've been watching some nerdy TV, and uh, I'm really, I mean, that's been about it for me. And happy but, birthday, uh, by the way. What's that? Happy birthday, by the way. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I, I do worry because yesterday mm-hmm. I, I turned 38, which means I've le- legally. Or I guess you'd say literally, only got two years left of being a nerdy thirty. That's true. I have less than that, so yeah. But it's all okay because I haven't even started yet. I keep telling myself as long as we have at least one host that's in their thirties, then we can call it. Of course, Matt, you're a lifeline, man. This this is my three o year, so I just become eligible. So we got we got like nine years, ten years left. Oh, We're good. I don't know if we got that many shows in us, do we? I don't know. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> well, well, we uh, mentioned that we have uh, all been watching a lot of TV. I think we should actually talk about some of these shows because there's so many of them right now. And, uh, you know, we'll let our guest decide which one you want to talk about first. Well, I don't know. Uh, I think I'd like to hear your all's thoughts, and maybe if you're caught up and current on Gotham. I don't know if you guys are still watching it or not. I'm not caught up and current on it, but honestly, I I I mean this from the bottom of my heart, you can talk about it. You can spoil the hell out of it. I don't care. It's not going to hurt my feelings. I mean, I know, I know what the end result is. <laughs> well, I know where all these people are going, so I'm not going to get too spoiled. But if you guys want to talk about it, go ahead. I'm actually uh, two, maybe three episodes behind myself. Yeah, I'm not going to get. In, it, Matt may not feel quite the same too. So I, I'm just, uh, I just wondered if you guys are still watching it. You know, I, I actually still like it. I mean. I think I did say to you, Jeff, maybe even yesterday, I don't love it, but I do like it. And I do that's, watch it. That's pretty much my exact thoughts on the show. I don't love it by any means, but I like it well enough to keep watching. And it's, it's, it's some form of Batman on my TV, so I'm going to watch it. There you go. Yeah. I agree. I mean, it's kind of like, you know, I, I really liked, I think, and so I don't want to ruin anything, but uh, the episode, have, have you all seen the episode uh, where he apprehends the electrocutioner? Yeah. Okay, that's past then. Jeff, have you seen that one? Uh, no, I don't think so. Well, I, I, think, I, I think the one I was going to say, again, won't ruin anything in your opinion. You just told me that. So, what I kind of liked about that episode, and I, you know, I, I just thought it was funny how they threw a little bit of humor in. kind of like reminded me of a Marvel show or movie. Uh, just how nonchalantly James Gordon took down the electrocutioner. I just thought yeah. that was the cool, the cool the way they did it. And Jeff, you'll have to just watch and see. I won't ruin it for you, but it was like this big build-up. It's kind of like, boom, there you go. Yeah, I thought it was kind of funny the way they handled that scene. It just reminded me more of a Marvel feel, kind of like we say. So, uh, what are what are? Uh, I guess you guys already recapped. Uh, Jeff's behind. I know he doesn't carry the way. I don't want to tell Matt because Matt may want 
enjoy these next three episodes of Goblin. But what about uh, Walking Dead? I guess you already spent some time summing that one up. Season finale. Yeah, we talked about it. But, I mean, honestly, you're, you're more than welcome to share your thoughts on it as well. Well, yeah, I'd like to hear your thoughts. Okay. I mean, one thing I was going to share about that is I think it's amazing how – I don't know what it says about our society when I hear a lot of complaints that nobody died, nobody of merit died on the season finale. It's kind of like people don't want a Daryl or a Rick to die, really, or so they say. But then when that doesn't happen, people complain and gripe that they didn't really get a big moment. I think they had a lot of big moments in the finale. A lot of big things happened. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we just didn't happen to have a main character die necessarily. But uh, I just think that was a funny – one funny thing I took away from it. But I thought I thought the season – we all know that read the book. I thought the moment – I'll just say a moment with Carl might take place. But they didn't go there, or maybe they won't, or maybe they will. I was kind of surprised that they didn't, to be honest with you, uh, to keep us uh, motivated for the future seasons. And uh, or or just a big cliffhanger, I guess I should say. Right. But I, I loved it as, as usual. I mean, I I think there was a lot of closure for some people. I think it wrapped the season up well, and I think they still left it wide open with uh, first thing poor old Morgan sees is Rick walking in and putting somebody down. So yeah, you know, uh, welcome back, Morgan. And then I was really surprised because I watched that guy in this, and it uh, of course. I won't dwell on it, but I love the series Jericho. But uh, you know, he he played a big role in that, and and I never knew because I didn't really study up or look into the guy's history. I didn't know he was British, so that really threw me off when I realized that he was a Brit as well. So I think like ninety percent of the people on that show. Are. I do too. I do too. Uh, it's just it's just odd, and uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it just that, that's kind of some of my main thoughts. I mean, I think. Uh, I'm obviously looking forward to uh, what we got to wait until October, I guess, uh, for the next season. Uh, we got this show. What are your all's opinions on, uh, I think it's Fear of the Walking Dead or something like that? Fear of the Walking Dead. Yeah. Huh? What are your You're thoughts? I don't know. Like I, I don't feel like I can have too many thoughts on it just because I really don't know anything enough. I don't really know enough about it, I guess. Well, I mean, what um, is your gut telling you? What are you thinking about it? What are you, you know, what's your feelings? Um, I may have mentioned this to you last night at the oh. restaurant, but I'll, I'll say it here. I kind of uh, wonder if the, it's going to have the same connection with me. I wonder how much I, if I would have been as connected to Walking Dead the television show if I hadn't had a connection to these characters through the comics already. So that, I guess that'll be the real test is just to see. Right. Because I can see it being one of those things where I just don't have that same connection because I don't know them from the comics at all. But we'll see. I mean, if the show's well made, yeah. And, I'm uh, sure it's going to I mean, be. I have every reason to think it will be. I mean, yeah. for the most part, the series has been well made. So, they're, you know, the one we have. So I'm, right. I'm, I'm optimistic, but I can see it going the other way as well. Cautiously optimistic. <laughs> yeah. Matt, what about you? Uh, I'm looking forward to it, man. I absolutely hate the name of it. I think it's terrible. Yeah, yeah, it's a I really agree. bad name. I mean, I, I I feel like that is like the project's code name or something. Like that's what it right. should have been leading up to this, and then got a name for TV. But whatever, <laughs> it doesn't matter. But but I mean, yeah, I'm right. looking forward to it. I, I understand what Jeff's saying as far as the disconnection. Uh I don't think it'll affect me either way as far as my take, because I haven't read all the comics. I've read a handful up until fairly recently was caught up with the comics, but I, I don't think that'll disconnect me any. It, mm-hmm. If it's not a good show, I think it'll disconnect me. But I, like Jeff said also, I really there's no reason to think that it won't be well-made and well-done. So I'm looking forward to it. I, I think if it is good, and hopefully it will be, I think it'll be very cool to get a, a a perspective of you know a different the different side of the country at this same time. I think yeah. that's a very cool thing. I think that kind of ties into even something similar like the Marvel Cinematic Universe is doing. You know, uh, this Walking Dead universe because there's so mm-hmm. much more. I mean, if you think about just from a storytelling point of view, 
that has happened right. to the rest of the world than these, you know, dozen people or something. So I, I, hopefully it'll be good. I'm looking forward to it for sure. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think it's going to be cool to, and if you think about, like in my mind, I just think of L.A. I think it's in L.A. They said California. I thought they said L.A. Is that right? I think so. I think so. Okay. Yeah. I just think of L.A. being so much more populated than even Atlanta or somewhere else or the suburbs. Like we see these guys walking through the woods all the time. You know, you're like in the middle of L.A. and this thing breaks out. I mean, there's people uh, everywhere. I mean, it's just going to be kind of, it's going to be more like the, the game. Uh, and how in the world did I forget it again? But uh, the video game for the Xbox One where that's all you have is just hordes of zombies on the freeway. I mean, oh, that's uh, what it is. This Walking Dead World 2. What's in that game? Dude, I can't think of the name of it. And I just recently, I mean, I was like, it was like, awesome. I was like a it's few months ago, dead, I played it. Dead Rising? Yes, yes, thank you, man. Gosh, so I just think it's going to it's going to be crazy. Like uh, you know, just even even bigger, huge walker herds, and uh, and maybe they don't even call them walkers out there. Maybe they have their maybe they call them zombies. You know, for once. So I don't know. It'll be interesting. Uh, I'm going to be really upset fail with it. Uh-huh. if they don't have celebrity zombies. Uh, they should. I mean, they definitely should. Yeah, why have we not seen like? The Atlanta Braves walking around in baseball uniforms. <laughs> You're right. Atlanta Hawks. <laughs> that would actually be cool if they do something like that one one episode. Have like a, the ball field with two different ball teams of zombies trapped inside the stadium. That'd be cool. <laughs> um, well, then the other thing, too, um, I think, I don't know, uh, maybe even something like uh, <laughs> they could go over some kind of West Coast reference or I don't even want to call it Walking Dead L.A. It's like a talk show for zombies, but, yeah, the name is kind of, I don't know. I think they could have done better, too. I'm like, I'm mad. It sounds like that was a early idea, and they never changed it to something better. They could have just called it The Walking Dead, um, California or something. I don't know. I don't know what you call it, but that name was not the best, no doubt. So, mm-hmm. we talked Walking Dead. We talked... Uh, Gotham. Let's uh, quickly delve in because I know Matt actually spent the last weekend. He got caught up on it. I'm caught up on it. Let's talk about Agents of Shield because we haven't talked a lot about that series this season, and I think it's been pretty major actually. So I think that it would be good to talk about that a little bit. Um, Matt, did you get a chance to watch last night's episode yet? Uh, yeah, I watched it uh, earlier this evening. Actually, it was excellent. Okay, and uh, Tony. I'm assuming you watched it. I did too. I finished it at about 8.30 Eastern tonight. So, Okay, yeah. excellent. Um, so, here we are. Um, this It looks to me like from the previews for next week that this is going to be the next week's episode is going to be the one that kind of ties into Age of Ultron. And uh, we're at this point in the season now. A lot of big things have happened season on Age of Ultron with, um, I think, pretty major implications on the rest of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. What oh, yeah. do you guys think about this season so far? Tony, you go right ahead, sir. Okay. All right. Um, I think it's been awesome. I mean, I've... You know, after that one little patch, it's kind of like a, a new relationship early on. You have a little, you know, spat with somebody, and can you recover, can you not? And... uh yeah, I did. It's kind of early on. They almost lost me for a second. But then after about four or five episodes, I was hooked in again. I really have liked the show ever since. Uh, I'm just looking forward to see where it goes from here. And, and just finishing this one today, um, it's going to be interesting, that's for sure. And as Ultron is, and all this stuff ties together is what's cool. And, you know, I was just thinking today, it's kind of like, well, this uh, it makes it feel more real, I think. Kind of like, well... The events are going to be May 1st. They're going to hit New York again. And uh, watching all this, and I don't mean to jump to something, but watching all this at the same time watching Daredevil, hearing them talk about the city rebuilding project, you're like, man, these people are rebuilding, but they're about to get hit again probably. So, anyway, I think it's been a real good show. And uh, yeah, I have to see it. it's getting better and better. It really is. Um, we saw such a huge storyline with the Inhumans coming in and uh, actually finding out that Sky is Quake. I think that's been pretty major. 
and we, you know, we just found out a couple months ago. It was announced officially that on the slate of movies coming out from Marvel Films is an Inhumans movie. Does it surprise you guys that they would let such a major development take place on Agents of Shield, the TV show, that's going to actually be an implication to a movie, one of their major movies coming out? Does it surprise you that they used the show to kind of set this up? It don't surprise me because that's that's just the the mode they're going. It's completely different from really anything anybody's done before, but I think it's absolutely amazing. I would would agree with that. Jeff, let me just tell you now, they're not going to make any movie off money off a movie with characters nobody knows anything about. Come on, I'm just kidding. I'm trying to trying to sound just like I did about Guardians uh, of the Galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I heard uh, that a few times. Uh, <laughs> I was wrong as I said before about that. So yeah, I'm with Matt. I honestly, they're they're like. Um, I guess if you're a hardcore DC fan, you may hate them and call them the Yankees of superhero film and TV shows, but they're they're like the Yankees, but they always perform. They always give you more. So Marvel's just got it, man, right now. Yeah, I, I mean, that's the thing. And I do I do know for a fact, I mean, if you frequent any kind of comic book sites on the Internet, the DC hardcore fans, they they definitely view it as like the, the Yankees. I'm, I'm telling you, they do. <laughs> so, yeah. But, you know, like you said, I mean, it, you would be hard-pressed to find anything that they've put out ever since the original Iron Man that you would say is just 100% horrible. Yeah. Iron Man 2 is not real good in the grand scheme of things. But it's not horrible. It's, no, hard. it's, not. it's, not, it's not the Green Lantern. <laughs> yeah. No, no, uh, not made of steel. No. no. <laughs> so, Sorry, Jimmy, you're not here to defend it tonight, but yeah, that's right. It's I feel like he's just going to cut in any minute now. Uh, <laughs> I just appear to be back. <laughs> I, I, I got to be honest, if I had to pick between the two, I would still pick Iron Man 2 to watch again. Um, yeah, I'd pick it. It's, uh, not even, it's not my least favorite Marvel Cinematic Universe movie, which would be. Thor two, I know that we've talked about that before, but I'll take I'll take that the least of the Marvel movies over Man of Steel any day, <laughs> any day. Uh, I agree. But um, agree. you know, here's something I do want to bring up because we're talking about the Marvel stuff, and and we will delve into Daredevil a little bit too. But I did want to say, you know, you you mentioned Guardians of the Galaxy, and nobody knows. And up until I think just the other night, Matt and I actually even talked about this. I've had a little bit of a worry about Ant-Man just because mm-hmm. Age of Ultron is getting ready to come out and then like literally two months later Ant-Man comes out and it hasn't been so much that I've been worried about is it going to be a good movie. I've worried about its performance just because much like Guardians, I mean, Ant-Man is not a marquee character. I mean, of course, he's a Marvel fan, sure. I mean, he's always been part of the Avengers. But to... Some of the casual audience, definitely not that level. So I was already kind of worried. And I felt like the hype machine for it hasn't been there like it was for Guardians of the Galaxy. And I I just kept thinking, man, is this going to be the first one to really struggle just because, you know, not enough hype? However, Mm -hmm. it was like the next day after talking to Matt about it, they dropped this amazing trailer. Have you guys had a chance to see... The new trailer for Ant Man. I haven't watched it yet. I've been going to for time and time again. I keep forgetting. Dude, I mean, they found a way. I mean, seriously, I'm I'm almost as excited about Ant Man as I am Age of Ultron after seeing this trailer. Wow, it looks really, <laughs> really good, in my opinion. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm sure as soon as. Ultron dies down just a little. The Batman's going to start getting pushed heavy and forthcoming. I wouldn't be surprised if even something in Ultron gives you a, a rub toward it too. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I think it'll be. I think it'll be just fine. I think. Uh, I think the end credit scene will be an Ant Man reference to just to get people like, okay, we waited for Avengers two. What's next? And there's, here's a little. Some kind of reference to after credits to Ant Man. Well, well, you're only getting a mid credit thing, though. 
you know, apparently, apparently, I still question that. I feel like they're trying to throw us off with that. I could be wrong. I think. What is it? I think they're trying to get millions of people to watch the mid scene and stay and say they're not going. They're doing it. They're trolling us, and then they're not going to. And they're all sitting back laughing because we'll all stay. (laughs) Oh, they're doing a mid-credit scene, and you're saying they're not saying there's one at the end, or we're hoping that no, they said it for you. In an interview, uh-huh. they said there's no post-credit scene. There's just a mid-credit one. Uh, well, yeah, we're going but, to stay. I mean, I think there's going to be. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> even if I read before I go, do not say there is not. I'm still going to be like, nah, there will be. <laughs> I have a question real quick, unrelated, but I have to ask this, because my kids wanted to get out of the... Uh, theater so quick, and they love the movie, Cinderella, but they want to get out of the theater so quick, but everybody else was sitting there. Was there some kind of after credit scene for that movie? I don't think so. Okay. It I don't remember there being one. My, my kid's think... like, oh, let's go, Dad. Let's go. Let's go. And everybody's sitting. And I'm like, what is going on that I should be sitting here for this? <laughs> so we left. Honestly, I don't think there was. But I don't even think we okay. There could have been. For some reason, I didn't think. I didn't. I don't think we stayed. It was an Age of Ultron secret trailer, and I missed it for something. Ultron like just comes down in the castle and just like starts shooting like, the prince and Cinderella. Joss Whedon was like, uh, "If you watch this, you have a role in the next film." Anyway, okay. But back to that. Yeah, I think uh, I didn't know they were doing just. A, they've announced a mid credit scene. So, but I wonder. If, I wondered if it would be some kind of a quick nod to Ant-Man just to help get it. I'm like, you didn't really push it. And I guess we'll be seeing Ant-Man, like Matt said, on a Burger King cup or something uh, after Ultron wraps up. Surely they're going to push it a little bit more. Oh, yeah. I would think, you know. I'm still convinced that they, Ant-Man's actually been in every Marvel film so far. We just haven't seen him. <laughs> That's crazy. Before I forget this, speaking on yeah. Joss Whedon, there is some news from him. Did you guys see this? I did. I if it's I what I think I you're talking about. Oh. What? If it's what I think you're talking about, I did see it. About him being sued? Yeah. Yeah, apparently, oh. uh, apparently oh. some some person is claiming that he stole the cabin in the woods from them and has filed a lawsuit <laughs> with, against Joss Whedon and Lionsgate. Wow. I didn't even know, uh, you know, did he write it? Was he like the screenwriter on that or what? I know he didn't direct it. Yeah, I think he was the writer. Okay. Wow. I was wondering. I didn't know that. Huh. Crazy. I don't know. I, I, I did see the guys wanting like $10 million. Yeah, $10 million. Just them out. <laughs> oh, man. Well, if I'm Joss Whedon, I'd just be like, I just drop out like ten million Marvel money and say shut up and just lay it down. That's probably exactly what'll happen. Yeah. But um yeah, so Tony, you mentioned it. Um Daredevil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um I've only watched two episodes. But um I you know, this is a game changer in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I think where do you start? This is the most real that I think any superhero property has ever felt on the screen, both movie or television. I think this show, to me, feels very cinematic, very dark, very gritty. And, um, and yeah. yeah, wow. Two episodes in, and I'm, I really think this thing has potential to, like I said, to be a complete game changer. Um what, what what do you guys think about it? Matt, you want to go? Well, I've literally watched nine minutes of any of it, so I don't. I, I, I can't really <laughs> comment on anything yet. Give us your nine-minute review. <laughs> <laughs> they, were, they, were set, they were setting everything up nicely in those nine minutes. I'll give them... <laughs> <laughs> well, I have... Uh, it's odd for me to be the... Senior member of this panel. I've seen four episodes. Um, it, it is really good. I'm not going to spoil anything, uh, any kind of specifics. But yeah, it's, it, I feel like you, Jeff. I feel like it's a higher quality than a TV show. Like, you know, it's just done. It's done really well. 
I mean, he's no Ben Affleck, but uh, well. <laughs> I'm kidding. That's a joke. That's a joke. For you Batman fans, we'll see how it goes, I guess. But anyway. Did you know the, the one big fight scene in episode two, Tony, was filmed in one take? Are you serious? Yeah. I was reading about it. Filmed in one take. I did not. I did not. That's crazy. You know me. I've been impatient. Well, never mind. I'm going to say a detail. Um. I like the uh, casting. I think it's been really great. Yeah, for all all roles. I'm not going to even get into the other characters as they emerge, but uh, you know, I think I think all the the whole cast works really well. And uh, yeah, I just like I said, I, I just like the fact that they, again they tie everything in, and you got these people uh, living amongst a, a series of, of uh, superheroes like the Avengers. And they reference the destruction and the, the the damage to the city and it being rebuilt and it, it just keeps it all real, keeps it all tied together. And I say real, even though yes, I know it's not real people, but you know it keeps it real in your head. So, um, and again, I, the first thing I thought was, man, I feel sorry for these people because here's people moving into businesses and rebuilding, and uh, you know they're going to have some more destruction, I think, coming up. Yeah. Well, you know, one thing I'll say about it, and I was um, when I first saw the guy that they cast uh, cast as Foggy, uh-huh. I, I was real skeptical. Like I, to me, like that guy did not look like he should be playing Foggy. Mm-hmm. I think that Matt Murdock and Foggy Nelson's like the greatest friendship in comics to me. I've always mm-hmm. I've always loved their friendship, and uh, any doubts I had about that two episodes in, I'm completely over because. I think oh, yeah. that, um, Matt Murdock and Foggy have such a great chemistry on screen together. They feel like like me and you and Matt hanging out, like they feel like buddies. Right. That's what that should feel like. But it, it's very believable to me because, um, to, like I said, to me, they're the greatest friendship in comics. And, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I just, I love it. Love it. Love it. And, you know, I mean, it's, I, if you if you go back and listen to the show from our first episode up until this episode, I think one of the things you'll see is, I mean, I've always, of course, Spider-Man's always been my guy. But I've always had a very strong affinity for the Daredevil character. Um, I've talked about it probably as much as any other comic character on the show. I think that overall, comic book-wise, next to Spider-Man in the Marvel Universe, I think you would be hard-pressed to find a character that has more great runs from great writers and artists like that are storied runs, like the Frank Miller run, the Bendis run, the Brubaker run. Uh, I mean, just so many, and right, even currently, the Mark Wade and Chris Somney run. I think that uh, Daredevil, he's always, in, in my opinion, one of the strongest characters mm-hmm. in the Marvel Universe. And it's just really cool mm-hmm. to see that character finally get to take his place on yeah. the big screen that and, you know, I deserved all along. Um, I was going to ask you too. Um, like I recognize even the girl, uh, the guy that plays Foggy. Uh, mm-hmm. I've seen him and stuff. Of course, the guy Fisk. You know, I've, I've he's been in all kinds of series and movies. Um, and, and what's her name? How I've come to blank on her name. My gosh. Uh, uh, maybe I mean, all these characters haven't been exposed yet. Let's not go into them for Matt's sake yet. But what I'm saying is, even the secondary and what seems like other characters are pretty big actors and actresses. Mm-hmm. You know? It's, it's, it's amazing to me the people they got together to do this. But they knew it was going to be a big project. They had a big hit. I, I guess they knew, you know. They knew what they had. You know, there's still not... There has been no announcements about... <laughs> I mean, all we know for sure, the only announcements we got as far as confirming the Netflix and Marvel deal mm-hmm. was we've got an announcement of a Daredevil season, a Luke Cage an Iron Fist and a Jessica Jones and the Defenders miniseries with all of those characters. Right. Do we get another season of Daredevil? Because I, I mean, this thing has been such a big hit. It's had such a blow. Oh, yeah. I can't imagine yeah. that Netflix is not like just begging to do another season already. Oh, yeah. we. I, I think we get it. I hope we get a Moon Knight. I want a Moon Knight is what I want. That, that seems so... Pr- you know, I was talking to... Uh, Soup, who's like the biggest Moon Knight fan I know the other day, and that's what he was saying. It, it, I just, it, it seems to me like 
if that's the corner of the Marvel Universe that's going to get these 3D Netflix series, mm-hmm. because, I mean, that's what we've got with all four of the things that's been announced, is definitely more street-level characters. Yeah. Yeah. I think your next Netflix announcements, and, yeah, I mean, of course, you're probably going to get another Daredevil season. Oh, yeah. I think your next Netflix announcements besides that needs to be Moon Knight, Punisher, and Ghost Rider. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're sticking right with the street level. I mean, Ghost Rider's got more of a supernatural element, but still, he's still, to me, a street level character. The other one that I would think as a possibility for a Netflix announcement would be uh, Shang-Chi. I think he would be like a dark horse for it. But, um, yeah, I really think you've got to get Moon Knight and Punisher for sure in the next round. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I mean, they've got the rights back to those characters. Why in the world wouldn't they? And a Modoc exactly. series, just for telling me. Oh. <laughs> see, we're going to get Modoc in Civil War. Wait and see. Oh, God. Help us all. May it be called I Modoc, like I Carly, but I Modoc. <laughs> <laughs> I would, dude, I would watch that like over and over and over. Oh, it'll make me so mad. There's <laughs> <laughs> nothing to really be angry or get your blood pressure up about, but to, but I would be. I would be mad. <laughs> uh, mad? Uh, no, more disgusted. Probably not mad. That's not strong. I don't think I'd be mad if they made a Modoc series. I would just be disgusted. I probably wouldn't watch it. But then I'd probably have to because it'd be something that's going to interlace with something else. You You'd gotta... watch it. You'd watch it. I wouldn't want to, but I yeah, I'd probably have to. I guess. Who would you cast as Modoc? <laughs> King's Head. Who? Stephen King's Head. Um, Stephen King. <laughs> Just his head? Yeah. Just his head inside the... I don't know. I don't know. Well, who would you care? Who's the one, who's the one um, actor? He's he's a Hispanic actor. He was a... George Lopez? Like Spy Kids. He was not Spy Kids. Where he kind of looked like Modoc. Oh. Uh, I don't know. George Lopez, too. I think it may have been George Lopez. I don't <laughs> George Lopez is Modoc. <laughs> it works completely. Lodoc. Hey, Spider-Man. He's been talking to his own accent and everything, too, though. That's what would be the funny part. He's my top uh, choice. My second choice is Dennis Quaid. Oh, gosh. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Or Will Ferrell. I can see Will Ferrell as Modoc. That good. <laughs> we got Pat. Pat and Oswald in the Marvel Universe. And we'll have Will Ferrell, too. Yeah, we've got Pat Oswald in the Marvel Universe. We have uh, Riley in the yeah. John C. Riley. Yeah. Uh, don't make it. We got it. We have, to get, we have to get Will Ferrell in the Marvel Universe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's something else he can do. I mean, come on. He can be Moon Knight. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. There, uh, I'm casting him as either Moon Knight or the Punisher. <laughs> it'd be so weird to see him play. Uh, I'd be like, okay, I'd be like saying you're going to get uh, him to play Moon Knight and Adam Sandler to be the Punisher. I mean, <laughs> how bad that would be. Super Jimmy would, would literally die over there. They literally might. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, hey, it's the Punisher. You better get out of the way. I'm going to shoot you. <laughs> You made them mad. Now you got. I'm trying to think. If you want to cast somebody to make me mad, you give. A, if you're gonna give a Ghost Rider series, you could put Rob Schneider as Ghost Rider. Oh my <laughs> God. Ghost Schneider. Oh. Oh, and Iron Fist is gonna be David Spade. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll Kevin James in now. Kevin James is. Black Panther, um, <laughs> Kevin Hart. Oh God! <laughs> Don't even get me started. <laughs> Kevin James. Kevin James. He would be. Hmm. He could be. Uh, he could be no, maybe Juggernaut or something. 
Kramer <laughs> James, I think, could be. Yeah, if, if, if the rumors are true that Chris Evans is leaving oh, after the Winter Soldier hit, they could have him as the new Captain America. Uh, <laughs> these people, I'm going to tell you right now, Scarlett Johansson, any of them, they're in this now. They they can't leave. By penalty of murder, they have to finish every Marvel movie until they die. Wow. That's, my, that's what I think. <laughs> Maybe Kevin James can take over the Tony Stark role. Oh, man. <laughs> Dude, that's, that's just crazy. Yeah, David Spade, Rob Schneider. I know we're probably leaving somebody out, but uh, yeah, that's that's crazy to even think about. I want to see Adam Sandler. I want to see it. Yeah. <laughs> Which, what's weird is I've seen Farrell, and, you know, we've all seen Farrell and uh, Adam Sandler in, like, more serious roles, so that's not as, would be not as crazy to believe as, uh, I guess it, as it could be, but it still would be very. Yeah, I think Will Ferrell's moon might still a stretch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. That's, that's personal. Charles <laughs> Lopez is my dog. I just I can't get over that. Oh, uh, I apologize. Great. I feel like I put this down this path. It's all been a fun one. Um, all right, you know, it. I, I'm just going to preface this by saying. Because I know there's a, a, th- a thousand things you can spoil me on, but I will ask because you are a correspondent in the field here, Matt. I know you're caught up and you watched it. Um, what can you tell us without spoiling anything about the season premiere of Game of Thrones? Oh man, I'm glad you asked, and man, I won't spoil. But man, it was good. It was. I think it was. It lived up to expectations. I saw it broke the record for like eight million some viewers live or something. Broke some kind of record. I don't know exactly what, but man, it was good. So much happened. It was, yeah, cried a little. Not really, but probably a lot of people did. Not a lot of people did. I can understand why I, I didn't, but it was good. Wow. Just something I've never seen a minute of. I need to watch sometime. Oh, man, it is so good. So good. I know I'd love it. I mean, I have no doubt in my mind. I'd love Absolutely. it. Uh, yeah, man, I'm, I'm I'm very much looking forward to this season, seeing what happens. This is, and this don't really affect me, but it's worth noting that they're off book now. They're they're ahead of the book, so this is a story that isn't pulled from anything. And I haven't read the book, so you know, I, I can't. Really I was going to ask you about that. that because I saw an article about George R. R. Martin, and it was talking about the next book in the series coming out. Here's my question. Does the book coming out follow the series? Like, if you watch the series, you already want to know what happened in the book? Or is it like at this point it'll be two different things? Right, and I don't know the answer to that. I do know from everything I've read that the book, uh, even up until this point, I mean, obviously follows the story, but from my understanding, there's so much other stories that the show don't even even remotely delve into, or uh, apparently there's tons of characters that the show's never even introduced, so I I don't know that it couldn't be done and follow the story and just dig so deep into it from the way I've understood about the books, but I, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that, but it is interesting. I, I would think they consult with him, you know, probably what his plans are for the direction, but yeah, how would you do it? I don't know, man. This might be like one of the few times uh movie or TV that it got ahead of the book. Uh, like a book's still being written, you know, series still being done. But I know he's helping with the show stuff and the story on that too, so I don't right. know. Maybe it's I, mean, I, I don't I don't know. It, it's in, it is interesting, interesting situation. Yeah. Well, I'm really surprised that he would let his writing fall behind enough to let the show come out like ahead of his books. But isn't he like notoriously slow as a writer? Yeah, from my understanding it's it's bad <laughs> as far as yeah. I own all the books. I just I haven't read them. I'm I'm so caught up in this dark elf stuff right now with these drift books. I can't pull myself away from them. As deep as they sound, I'm sure they're amazing. But I know that I will most likely never ever find time to even attempt to dive into them. But I am sure they're brilliant. Yeah, I would imagine. I mean, um, I, I read about half of the first book, which is crazy because like up until the point I'm at in the first season. I'm still pretty much 
um, where I stuff I've read in the book. But um, the one thing I'll say about his writing is it's um, it's not a quick read to me. Yeah, it's um, he can be very wordy sometimes, but um, not a bad thing. Like I enjoyed what I read, and obviously, he's not a bad writer. I mean, people love his work. Right. I, mean, I will say this: it's not like a quick light read to sit there. Yeah, that's that's what I, I I I know enough about it to know that it's quite the undertaking to delve into, and maybe one of these days I will. I would like to, but I don't know. I mean, uh, Tony and me need to get caught up. Yes, I think it started. But you both yeah. absolutely love, love, love the show, I'm telling you. I'm, I have no doubt. And it's not like I've been avoiding it. I just don't have HBO, and I haven't got a hold of any of the series or anything. So, yeah, I, I definitely want to watch it. Well, I'll, 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 I'll look into that for you, Tony. All right, yeah. Maybe maybe if only if only I knew somebody who could, but yeah, if you could help me with that. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I own the first right. season on Blu ray and I'm working my way through it, but that's all I've got. Um, so. so you're just you know, you just done see what is the season here? What is it? Five I heard? Four? Five three. Starting season five. Okay. We're not super mm-hmm. far behind, Tony. I mean, honestly we we watched probably more Breaking oh, Bad than what's available in a shorter okay. time than what it would oh, take to get caught up. It's not yeah. super long at seasons either. Right. They're yeah, like, uh, I think the longest season's 12 or 14 episodes. I think just 12 maybe even so. But really, it wouldn't take that long to get caught up at all. Are they hour-long so shows? After, yeah, they're hour-long shows. And I'm telling okay. you, after you start, and Dip, I've told you this before, if you get to a point that you're so close to, you cannot... You could not stop. Uh, I know I couldn't, and everyone that I know that's just done it and got past that one point, you could not stop. <laughs> that's, uh, I, I, yeah, I really want to watch it. It sounds, and I do know it is something I would like. Um, I, I'm trying to think, what else? The Game of Thrones? Well, the last show that I got sucked into that hard after starting it was Lost. Uh, uh. And yeah. I, I'll take Game of Thrones over Lost any day. And I love Lost. Wow, I do too. I love Lost. I, I'm that's sure that's I, I love Game of Thrones. From Matt because Matt loves Lost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I think Game of Thrones is is a superior show. It's hard to compare because it's very, very fast. Yeah. Just saying from a from what is a better, well, more well done show, it has to be Thrones. I don't know that it's. I don't know that you'll find something better if you really break it down as far as storytelling and the way it's filmed and told mm-hmm. and led. It's 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 one of, if not the best ever. Yeah. That's like uh well, we yeah, we were talking breaking bad, Jeff, and something else I watched. Oh, Mad Men. I went through the whole big Mad Men run and then I've been watching the episodes this year that are back now, the final I think it's four episodes left, I believe. Might be wrong, but anyway, it's down to the last handful of episodes. I watched all, like, the first six seasons really fast because I was thinking season seven or whatever they had last was going to be it. And uh, I watched those as they as they came on and then realized, no, they're coming back uh, in this spring. They've actually, they're going to wrap it up. So that's another series I had no idea I would like as much as I do, to be honest with you. I would like to start that one. That's one I've not ever dove into. Mm, it's it's really good. I mean, uh, you know, at first I thought, you know, in the fifties ad executives. I mean, I don't know about this, you know, but it actually, it's a very interesting, very good show, very well done. But, but do y'all watch? Do y'all watch? Uh, if y'all watch Vikings, do y'all watch that at all? No, another one I haven't. I'm sure I would like it, but I haven't. I know you. I know you're a big fan. Oh, I have it. Oh. The thing is, too, with that one, if that's something anybody's thought they might want to watch, uh, again, most most of the British-speaking cast, it sounds like on that one, too, but um, they are not real long seasons either. And season one, if I remember, I think 10 episodes, maybe, I don't know, but that's another one you can get caught up on. And it's, a good, uh, it's a good show. So if people haven't watched that and they like that type, that genre, you, you would definitely love it. 
Yeah, yeah. One, one more show I wanted to bring up, just because, mm-hmm. and I mentioned it briefly before, but the other two usual co-hosts didn't watch it because they haven't watched all of Breaking Bad. But Tony, I know that you uh-huh. have yeah. watched this. So I would like to get your thoughts on Better Call Saul season one because we finished that up a week or so ago. Oh and, yeah. Um, I'd just like to get your thoughts on that because you know I talked about it a little bit on here, but you know, like I said, I'm the only one that really watched it. Right, and and I understand, the, you know, Matt had not watched the Breaking Bad. The good thing would be, to this point, you could you could watch Saul knowing that it was a prequel, kind of, anyway, and it wouldn't ruin anything at all with Breaking Bad. I mean, it would basically what it would do, in the opposite sense, you know, as you see, you know, we're just seeing the opposite. You know, we're seeing these characters that we saw in the other series, and we're like, oh, wow, okay. Here's they came from. Here's their background, a little more about them. So it'd be kind of like if somebody watched this and then watches Breaking Bad, to, that, to them it would be, you know, oh, oh, that's where that guy came from. So the chronological order would be Saul first anyway. So, But it's been uh, it's been excellent, man. It's just been an awesome show. I mean, I I love the whole uh, – just just seeing how he got started and where he where, – uh, where he came from and uh, the struggle he had, and uh, you know, I don't, how much detail did you go into? I mean, I know Matt may not want to watch it till after he would watch Breaking Bad. I don't know. What's the, what do you uh, get into? No, I mean, I've, I've been pretty open with it just because they haven't watched Breaking Bad. So I mean, I don't really want to spoil anything, but um, I just uh, I mean, I, I've said it on here, and I'll, I, I mean, I'm your opinion. To me, it's just been really cool to see uh, the past mm-hmm. and the fact that the struggle that he had to do the right thing yeah. was actually there. And yeah, it, all season long, we saw him struggle with that. And I think in the very last moment of the last episode, we saw him finally say, you know what, screw it. You're going to treat you yeah. know, you, you're going to peg me as this and that's what I'm going to be. Yeah. Step on Jimmy. <laughs> I didn't have anything for Jimmy, slipping Jimmy. Um, here, here's the thing. Yeah, it's it was cool because I kept thinking the same thing, man. Well, how does he get to that point? Where how does he get where we saw him? And you're thinking, man, this guy, this guy's a really awesome guy, good guy, you know. And then you see a little bit of his past all throughout. And by the way, uh, his buddy Jeff on the last, uh, maybe on the season finale, I can't remember. That he did the uh, watch scam with, yeah. yeah. That guy is on one of my other favorite shows. And people, and I got to mention this one real quick. And I won't go into it in a lot of detail. Yeah. Either you like it or you hate it, I would imagine. But the Last Man on Earth, I love it. I think it's hilarious. I'm dying and, to watch. Uh, <laughs> dying to watch. And uh, it, it, it's it, he's on there. That guy is on that show. Um, but it is uh, <laughs> one of the cast members is a lady from. Uh, um, Mad Men, uh, Dawn's original wife. I can't remember her name, but people will know that. And then they just introduced a couple of. And I'm like, man, how many big name people are they going to have on the show? So, but uh, if you guys haven't watched it, obviously I won't go into detail. But you, you should watch it. You would like it. it. It's funny. It's a funny show. Yeah, I've and, been dying uh, to see it. Will For- is it Forte? Is that his name? Or Will what Forte. Yeah, yeah Will he's, Forte. He's uh. He's funny. It, it's, but I can see some people, you're going to like it or you're going to hate it. There's really no in between. I don't know. I'm kind of a tweener on it, though. So Are you? Yeah, like, I, I I like it more than I don't like it, but I don't love it like you like it. <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh, so, well, okay. Yeah, I fear people would either love it or hate it, but, you know. It's, uh, and no, it, and I'm probably mis- I don't know, maybe it's just my, just me, it clicked with me, you know, like, I'm. I may be making it out way better than it should be because I really just like it. But I may be well, the no, one I out like of ten. It. Yeah. But I mean, I'm probably making it sound a lot better than it. It's not a. It's nothing. Uh, you know, over the top, great or special. It's just. I love it. You know. So I'm probably that one out of ten that loves it. There's probably more like eight or nine that think it's a good show, and I'm on its way on that other end of the scale. It's progressing well too. It's getting better. It is. That's, that's it, it is. It's growing, and that's what it, it has yeah. to do. You're right. 
So, I mean, yeah, I, I'm, I, I haven't watched that, I guess, the last two that they did, but, I mean, I'm pretty well up on it. But, yeah, I enjoy it. You're, you're yeah, famous you're like a grower, it. not a sower. <laughs> That's right, like Seth Rollins. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, wow, we've actually covered quite a bit of TV tonight. <laughs> yeah, we have. That's been pretty cool. Actually, I think that's something we've, uh, I think it's, man, we've needed to do it. We've, we've talked a lot of wrestling lately, and we've really needed a good TV episode, and we've, we've hit on pretty much all the big shows, I think. I can't think of anything we've missed, really. Um, yeah, I don't think so. Uh, well, I guess we will uh, begin to wrap this up, because we have uh, getting close to that time. But, um, you know, Tony, I thought since that um, you are here, you haven't been here in a while, yeah. I thought I would uh, spring a nerdy threes on you guys. Wow. Oh. Wow. Another throwback. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Um, you know, we were talking earlier about the Marvel Netflix deal, right? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And we were talking about how, and, and let's be honest, this has been a chance to revitalize and revamp some characters, like with Daredevil, a guy that had, a character that had been kind of damaged by a movie that was not up to par. Marvel got the rights back, now they're doing it right. They're, re- mm-hmm. they're repairing this character. They're getting ready to do the same thing with Spider-Man for Sony. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll say mm-hmm. that we live in some world where the DC strikes up, we'll say a Hulu deal. Okay. <laughs> okay, they're going to get four, they're going to get three of their properties on Hulu as a series that's going to have that same um, rated MA type tone, which DC <laughs> will get such a boner for. And uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, they're going to love that. But um, we're going to say that they struck up a deal with Hulu. They get to take three properties and make a you know a thirteen episode dump. And um, what would you like those three DC properties to be? And Tony, since you're the guest, you get to go first. Wow. Um, well, we'll say the Flash, but uh, uh, let's see. Um, <laughs> I don't know how street. Uh, this would be the opposite of the streets, but I would watch it, and I may be the only person that would. But if you can make it like a somehow a greedy show. I guess he might be even more of a. You, know, you could make him uh, off of the harbor in the tough streets of New York, but Aquaman. Okay. I would want uh, the yeah. Aquaman series. But. Uh, okay. That's, that's a pick. <laughs> um, Matt? <laughs> so we're picking for a, for a dark, gritty type show? It, don't, no, it doesn't have to be dark. I should have clarified that. It doesn't have to be dark, gritty. Oh, okay. It's just. You you know it's a basically no boundaries type like they don't have to worry about making sure it's safe or whatever kind of like how the Netflix deal does but it's just a DC version. So. Well, I would like to yeah. see uh, definitely probably wouldn't be real gritty, but I'd like to see a Booster Gold series. Dude, uh-huh. you're speaking my language right now so hard. Yeah, cool. so that would be awesome. Um, one of my favorite DC characters, actually. For my first pick, I will go with a character that I think is a super cool character, and he's had his own TV show before. He's had his own movies before. But I would like to see a really well-done Swamp Thing series. Yeah, that'd be cool. So, Tony, back around to you. Um, Maybe to... And I haven't seen the whole movie, but maybe to bring to to maybe I got two, but I'm gonna throw this one out first. Cause I, there were parts of Hal Jordan that I really liked as a kid, and I like mm-hmm. that character. So maybe a really good, a really good series uh, with Green Lantern. I think that would be an excellent idea. That's that's a perfect example of using a series like this to rehab a character that you hurt pretty bad with a movie. Right. I think that's a great pick. Martian Manhunter. Oh, okay. Now, what was the uh, DC 
writer said last year, nobody wants to watch a movie about Martian Man. You know, <laughs> only nerds know who that is. Uh, no, I agree. I would love a Martian Manhunter series. Um, that's the thing I'm noticing here. I mean, you know, if anybody listens to this show, they probably think we're down on DC or that we're just Marvel fanboys. And we are Marvel fanboys. Man, I love so many of the DC characters, and I want it to be good. I want it to be good real bad. Um, yeah. My second pick, and I guess I'm, I, I think mine are all kind of like leaning towards a certain um, side of the DC universe. But my second pick would be Dead Man. I think a Dead Man series would have almost a quantum leap-like vibe to it. You would uh, have this character that would be able to jump into different people's bodies. And uh, he's with the floating specter, and um, I think Dead Man's a very cool character. I would love to see a Dead Man series. So, Tony, your last pick? Well, uh, for mine, I would think, and again, it's probably more personal pick here. I don't know if other people would like it, but Hawkman. Dude. Yeah. Oh, like so hard for a Hawkman series. Yes, yes. That one could get actually pretty bloody and pretty violent. Um, yeah. You know, uh, that, that, ooh, uh, yeah, I would, uh, that could be real good. I could see, like, I could actually see some directions I could take that in my head even. So, yeah, great mm-hmm. pick. Great pick. Matt? All right, this one may be a stretch, but give me a plastic <laughs> man show. Whoa! <laughs> getting hot in here. A plastic <laughs> man show. Dude, who would you cast as plastic man? Oh God! Uh, that's what that one's too on the spot. <laughs> I would, say, if he wasn't getting to be Ant Man, I would say Paul Rudd. Yeah, um, absolutely. That would be perfect. <laughs> he would be a great Ant Man. I know Plastic Man. He's going to be a great Ant Man. About for my <laughs> for my last pick, um, I'm going to go with a team, not with a person, but the Justice Society of America, the JSA, my favorite team in the DC universe, and I hate the fact that. We kind of lost them with the New 52 reboot. They've kind of gave us those characters here and there, but I honestly think if you look back at the pre-New 52 years of DC, I think the, the coolest team and one of the coolest things going on at DC Comics for like those last five to ten years was Justice Society of America. I love the legacy aspect of that team. I love seeing the original Flash, the original Green Lantern, um, Wildcat, all these characters on the team. And I just, I really miss JFA. And I think in a lot of ways that book was the soul of the DC universe. And I feel like the fact that they were not really around with the reboot was one of the reasons that the DC universe kind of felt soulless to me after the reboot. So I would love to see a JFA series. Love to. I'd like to see it on nine of these. Go into production right now and do a good job with them. <laughs> oh, my God, yes. I mean, seriously, there's not a bad pick there. My other pick, I'm going to get I'm gonna throw an honorable mention that kind of piggybacks off of Tony's, a Sinestro series based around Yeah, that was, I, almost, I almost said that, actually. I think that would be awesome. <laughs> I think it would be really cool, man. I love Sinestro. So, uh, yeah, dude, awesome picks. There you go, DC fans. We love DC, too. We're not just Marvel fanboys, and we would love to see all that. Yeah. Um, we want to thank everybody for listening to us every week and downloading us every week. And if you are listening to this, be sure and tell a friend about us. Tell them to go. And you do the same thing. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Give us a review. Five stars are awesome, but you can be honest with us, but five stars is really what we want. Um, give us reviews. Give us subscribes. And like us on Facebook. Go over to Nerdy Thirties on Facebook. Go to the YouTube channel, um, and email us at nerdy thirties at gmail dot com. So, um, before we go, Tony, Matt, do you anything you like you want to tell the audience listening at home? I love you all. I am. I am going to pass a script for Hawkman to Gerard Butler. I think he needs to be Hawkman. Very good choice, and. Uh, <laughs> And for everybody that doesn't know, Tony is actually giving each and every one of the listeners a side hug right now, not a front hug. Uh, yeah, giving a side hug or a fist bump. And, uh, well, Hashtag don't spread disease, fist bump. <laughs> <laughs> so, on behalf of Tony, 
Matt, and Jimmy, who's uh, out on assignment tonight. We just want to thank all of you so much for listening. Be sure and join us next week. And don't forget, America, please keep it nerdy. See you. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.